0: Amen and amen. And that takes us straight to the book of Esther. I'm going to uh, get to the introduction, going from introduction, um, then the main characters in the scripture, I'm going to introduce you to them, then and I'll go to conclusion. The conclusion I'm concluding, I'm not concluding because of, uh, 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 we are supposed to conclude after, but I'm just concluding so that you can be able to know that there is a lot that we have to get to because this conclusion is going to be twice. Amen. And I want, after we have finished this book, everybody will be on top and you'll be rising fast. Amen. Heavenly Father, the Bible said concerning your word that it gives light. As we are about to channel or go through the book of Esther, I pray that the Holy Ghost himself will teach us. Amen. Lord, I pray that you grant us great understanding that we have never had before. Thank you, everlasting Father. In Jesus' mighty name we worship. Amen. Amen. The book of Esther, which is full of, uh, which is of about 10 chapters, chapters, chapters 1 to 10. Introduction. The book of Ezra does not mention the name of God. That is what you need to know. It does not mention God's name for once in that book of Esther. Yet, we see God's hand in this book. We see God transform a lot of things. We see God. You can see God in the picture. But his name was not mentioned in this book of Esther. Why? We do not know. And that's why some people said that it's just ordinary play, it's just ordinary history, it's just ordinary story. But whatever people are saying about it, I want to believe that it's a reality of what happened. Because when you begin to look at the history of the things that you have studied, when you look at Nehemiah, Ezra, and the rest of them, you will see fully that it's a, it's a reality. The book of Esther is a reality. And you'll see that when you look at the way it's been put in the Bible, you see Ezra, Nehemiah, Esther. But it did not happen like that in the real life. The book of Esther came before Nehemiah. Even though, uh, yes, Ezra, Nehemiah, yes. The book of Esther came before Nehemiah, about 30 years before. So you must know that for sure now. So it did not. It's not. It it didn't happen the same way that it happened in the Bible, but the same way it was written in the Bible. But it happened this, as I've just spoken. Introduction to the book of Esther. The book does not mention the name of God, which is strange for a book in the Bible. Though God's name was not mentioned once, yet His hand was clearly present and active throughout the book. It demonstrates God's sovereignty and his loving kindness or care towards his people. So you can see God's sovereign in the book of Esther. You can see God, the lordship of God himself in the book of Esther. So we see him sovereign. Amen. In this book. Esther is one of the two books named for women. Who can tell me the other book? Ruth. Amen. So when you read the Bible, you see Esther, it's named after a woman, and you see the book of Ruth after a woman, which the book of Ruth is the other. Although the the, the book of Esther follows Nehemiah in the Bible, but its events are about 30 years prior to those recorded in Nehemiah, as I've just said. Esther emerged between Zerubbabel and the man Ezra. You must know that. It emerged between the man um, Zerubbabel and the man Ezra. If you look at the book of uh, Ezra, chapter 4, verse 6, write it against it, and the book of Esther, chapter 1, verse 1. This is still the introduction to the book of. Esther, Mordecai was in the first exile to return to Jerusalem, led by Zerubbabel. That is Ezra chapter 2 verse 2. You will know when I was teaching you, I said, mark that. Amen? So Mordecai was in the first exile that was led by Zerubbabel. You should know that. Just mark it in your heart. Or write it down. The historians are not sure of the writer... But some have suggested... I'm not sure of the writer of this book of Esther. But some have suggested suggested Ezra or Nehemiah. Why have they suggested these two people? Yes, because of the similarity in their style of writing. When you look at the writing of Ezra... And you look at the writing of uh, Nehemiah. Their style of writing are similar to the style of writing (coughs) in the book of Esther. This book records the origin of the holiday called Purim. P-U-R-I-M. Purim. It records the origin of the holiday of this. Very ho- a holiday, amen. And I will want you to write about this holiday, Purim. You have to go and look into <coughs> this very holiday called Purim. This, why was this holiday given? Thank you. Why was this holiday given? This holiday, Purim, can also be likened, or said that is similar, to the holiday, that uh, the, uh, to the uh, yes, is a type of holiday or a celebration that the children of Israel should celebrate. Who can tell me this celebration Passover. from Nehemiah and Ezra? Passover. Passover, Hallelujah! I'm happy that you are there. Because if I have to tell you to, to write about the similarity between the book, the man Ezra, Nehemiah and Esther, you know that you'll be able to identify them with this pyramid and uh, Passover. Said, so we do it until, and who can, what can you liken it to in the, in the New Testament? Holy Communion. And what did it say? Do it. In remembrance of me, hallelujah. So, it's in the book. I want you to get that for me as well. And if you're under- acetate, you can get it. It's in, uh, I think, First Corinthians or so. Pastors, get it quick, because you have to get it out now. Where it says that we should do it in remembrance of him. So, you write it down. And you put it on the screen, First Corinthians 11, the verse. And you get it so that all these are similar, I will tell you. Maybe in the future when you are writing, that write something that is similar that God said that we should celebrate. You must be able to give me all this as you are giving it to me now. So this holiday is given to Mark and remember how God saved the Jews from their enemies. Esther chapter 9, 20 to 22. That is where you can get this celebration of Purim. It's in the book of Esther, chapter 9, 20 to 22. The main characters in the book of Esther, because as we begin, continue to read, there are some char- uh, characters that will be people that have done one or two things, or three things, or four things, wicked, good, and bad, influenced positively, negatively, this we 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 are going to hear their names being mentioned over and over again, and that you can see one of the main character characters, King Ahasuerus, which is King Zaxis I. Those of you that have been coming with me from Daniel, we are going to do a comparison with the book of Daniel. Who is this King Zaxis I, Ahasuerus. When were their reign? When did, did, did they reign? We are going to compare it. What relationship exactly is to Adairus himself? Or has he restored We are going to do that as well. Write it down so that you can do your own work very well. We are going to look at another character, Vashti. Who is Vashti? This is the first queen that, that was deposed or overthrown. The first queen. I want you to write it down because if time permits, we'll be looking at it. The first queen that was deposed or overthrown. And we are going to look at the man, Memukan. Memukan. One of the seven administrators. And that you can see in the book of Esther chapter 1, verse 19 to 22. We are going to look at the woman or the girl, Agassi or Esther. The Queen Esther. Agassi is the Jewish name of Esther. I want to thank God in cathedral. We have seen people name their children Malachi. We have seen people name their children Nehemiah. We have seen people name their children... Uh, uh, you can tell me this other name that they have named their children. Ezra, Ezra and who again? Micah, yes. Some of, the, 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 the last one that we studied, Neh- yes, Nehemiah. So we have seen people name... So we have, I'm, I'm expecting, as you keep on giving birth, we want to, because a lot of people don't know Adase before, they don't know that that is the real Jewish name of Esther, we have Esther, but we want to begin to have now Adase or Adasa, or whatever name, way it's pronounced. That you can see in the book of Esther, chapter 2, 7. Another character, we have Mordecai, who is Esther's uncle, who saved the king's life by revealing a secret Or by exposing, or who exposed an assassination or conspiracy that was plot against the king. What other thing did this man do? He did about uh, five things of which we have mentioned. One, exposed an assassination or conspiracy or plot uh, that was plot against the king. Number two. This man, Mordecai, cared enough to adopt his cousin. say. His cousin, is it niece or cousin? Okay, we'll be looking into detail with that. Okay, he's, uh, the, he's the uncle, isn't he? Okay, sorry about this. I got it wrong now. You see now? That is uh, his cousin. Please don't correct. Please let me leave it like that. (laughs) Because all of you, you know, we have a lot of teachers here. Amen. He cared what I'm not saying that this man did. Let's not waste time with that. We will get to know it later. Don't worry. I'm learning too. You know, I've always said to you in this class I'm ready for correction. I don't know it all. I'm reading, I'm studying, and I'm also acquiring from what I've been taught before. And I really thank God for the way God is leading us. And you are learning as well. So we are all learning. Any problem, we go to the master, Jesus, and then to our father. Apostle T.B. Williams. The second thing that this character, Mordecai, did, cared enough to adopt his, his cousin, had that say. refused, number three, refused to bow for anyone except God. Number four, was honored To take Haman's position as second in command under King Zagzix. I'm going to ask you all all these that I'm asking you. Although we are going to get to read them, but I'm giving you the cruncher now. Number five. He's one, two, three, four. Number five. Number five is what I am. Exposed and assassination, number one. Cared enough to adopt his cousin, number two. Refused to bow for anyone except God, number three. Was honored to take Haman's position as second-in-command under King Xerxes. Number four. Spoke for the welfare of the Jews. Number five. This will be seen as we read along the book of Esther. Another character, Haman. The enemy of the Jews. Other characters, the people of Israel, the Jews themselves. Hegai. Another character that you see in the book of Esther, chapter 2, verse 8, who gave good advice to Esther. The one who prepared Esther. I said shortly, this group is starting with the Susannas. Amen. Susannas are the one that prepared the young girls for marriage. And uh, this Hadassah is going to be under Susanna. These are the young girls that you are training in this church because the more I'm training you, the more you are falling and I'm picking you up because if Jesus did not try for us, we wouldn't be here today. So I'm going to carve some, this group out, as I said. There are people that I know that they have example in the church. There are girls that I know that we are raising and they will make mistakes, but I don't pray that they make mistakes. Amen. This one we are telling you, don't open your body. Some people will open their body. Other people will see them. They will join them. They will open their body. Don't wear short skirts. Some people will see that because you are not talking. I can be talking to you like a kid. And some people say, okay, mommy, mama, mama is not talking. We too can expose our lap. You know, sometimes I'm not talking because I want to know who you are. Amen? This one that you are wearing wedding gown, I'm not going to tell anybody to bring their wedding gown to show me, no. I want to see whether you are matured or not. Some of you have come to me. Let me show you. I said, don't show me. I want to see whether you are matured. But I'm going to start to to do to uh, you when you get married now. When you don't wear the right clothes, I'm not going to be there. You will see me. I wear my robe. Once I see you, just know that I disappear. (laughs) If you know that the hand of God is upon my life and I'm doing the right thing in God and you do the wrong thing, I'm going to be disappearing. I will not be correcting you. I know there is a wedding in the church that told me, okay, let me, could can I show you? I said, don't show me the picture. I want to see whether you are matured. But I end up seeing that she is not matured. Exposing herself. Then another person come and get married in the church. And they will wear the same clothes. I will disappear. Now, just know, I will disappear. And whoever is there will wear you. I'm not very good, I won't won't come, because, and I won't even take pictures. This one that I want you to have a very good wedding treat, I will will not even take pictures, not to come and tell you that, oh, let the flag, all these things I'm doing, I'm doing genuinely from my heart, because I don't want your picture to look ugly. I don't want what was repeated in my own wedding to be repeated in your own wedding. When I sit down to watch my wedding video, there are some people that did not do the right job well. And I don't want it to happen. God gave me that wisdom so I can direct you. I don't want Ty to be like this. I don't, I want the anchor chief to look straight and be the same size. I want the choir to dress good. I want everybody to dress good and smart. When you sit down to watch a wedding video, you'll be so happy. Amen. So, but when we keep on telling you, don't expose yourself. Don't do this. Eh? I don't know what you. And some people, people will still insist. I will be taking you out of groups now. If you belong to a group and you don't dress well, I will remove you. Just know that because I'm saying it from the. You understand what I'm saying? This is part of the class. We don't need to come to work workhouse meeting before we can get to know all this, so that you will be you be educated more. Amen. Your wedding, you must not expose yourself. Even if it's this lace that they used to cover, you'll use that lace to cover a little bit. Let's just you understand something. But not having your armpit open. This is your shoulder. Some people have, if you allow me to say it, they have shoulder like men, women. Do you understand? God created them. And you will shoulder shoulder. You should cover it. I hey, listen to me. You won't bring burning shoulder out and it's like, we are looking at that. No, 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 no. Cover it. And don't expose it. Amen. The Lord will help you. And your armpit, is open. Your wedding guy is open. People have bread. Your breast is coming out. Then you are using veil to cover it. No, 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 no. Are you listening to what I'm saying? So, I'm really telling you, we are going to create, what has led to this, is the Adasa group. Are you listening to me? The Adasa group, they are going to be young ladies that will be displaying for the young ones that are coming up, so that they know how to dress. And you begin to see them. I'm giving them tags, so that you know that this is Adasa. When they say, ah, it's ladder, ah, like a lot of people are joining Joanna. I'm trying to discipline, I'm trying to put everything, but Joanna's are spoiling Joanna's. How is it? It's painful to me, because that's not what God sent me. God sent me to prepare young ladies that are going places, that are going up tall with God. And we get there, in Jesus' name. So Adasa group, those of you that are Susanna, write it down, so that I can discuss it among your group. Is going to come up in this group. So Adasa, with Esther, is another key person in this scripture and uh the key scriptures in this book, the key scriptures write them down. There are other key scriptures, but these are the ones that I felt are the key scriptures Esther chapter four fourteen four sixteen Esther eight seventeen. Esther 9, 26 and 31. For if you remain silent at this time, this is Esther sending a message to his uncle. Relief and deliverance for the Jews will arise from another place. But you, but, uh, but, you, and fa- uh, but you and father's family. And your father or son will perish. And who knows? But that? Okay, Mordecai leaving a message for Esther. Sorry, I got it wrong. And who knows? But that you have come to the royal position for such a time as this. And you have seen a lot of people use this phrase, for such a time as this. For such a time as this. I want to thank God for Apostle Williams. Amen. He was supposed to be born for another season. But because of you and me. So that I can have me as a wife. Amen. Because if he was born very long, 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 I would not get him. Amen. So that he was born for such a time as this. To establish this church in London. Do you know what it is for this church to be in London? I was discussing with someone at the wedding on, on Saturday. He said to me. This was his phrase when he was praising his children and his wife. He said, Look. I'm, 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 really, I'm really so happy for what I'm seeing in London. He said, when I came to London, we just want to read and go back. He said, when my wife told me, he's bringing the children, I said, ha, ah, that place these children have gone. He said, I, I was not happy with her. Let me tell you the truth. But I'm happy at what I'm seeing. Because God has prepared people like you and your husband to come and establish this church. And I can see the fruit. Let people see the fruits of your coming to church in your life. Let them see the fruits of your serving God in your life. Let them see the fruit of the word that you are hearing in your life like never before. So, this was this month's comment. If Apostle was not born for such a time like this, you and I will be doing crazy hairstyle all over. You and I will be wearing hot pants all over. You and I will be doing wrong, wrong things all over. We'd be getting distracted by people in the world. We would have gone into the world. Some of us men, you be diverging as many women as possible. That's why I get so bad and furious when I hear some young men diverging people up and down. Are you listening to me? You know you, you're only allowed to get one wife. You must get one wife. If this church is not established like this, things will, a lot of people will be sad. But we want to thank God for possibilities that I was born for such a time like this. We want to thank God for you as well that are born for this time, so that you can hear the gospel. There are people that have come ahead of you; they don't know the gospel, they don't know anything. But we want to thank God for that. So when Esther was in the, in the God chosen as one as a queen, replacing Vashti, hardly did she did, did she was just there, but her uncle that had raised her from small. Send a message to her there and say, come, <laughs> if you like, keep on enjoying all the wine. Keep on enjoying the steak. Keep on enjoying the beautiful things in the, in the palace. Keep on relaxing on those romantic tears. Keep on rolling eyes to the king. Don't concentrate on your people that are in slavery. And that is the message I have for you today. There are a lot of us who are just enjoying life. We are not thinking about the people that are in the world in the slavery. God wants you, as we read the book of Esther, God prepares your heart. Who knows? You are put in that office for such a time like this, you don't need to preach message to them. By their fruit, they will know. Are you listening to me? Who knows that there are a lot of people that are in your offices that you are to save. That's why he gave you that job. He didn't give you that job because of the money that is behind it. He didn't give you that job for any reason. He gave you that job. For such a time as this, so that you can reflect God like never before. Who knows the reason that the stars are, are put in heaven? Who knows the reason for the moon in heaven? So that we can see. So that they can twinkle. So that all these astronauts can go there and look for be- things that will benefit us on earth here. That's the reason why they are placed there. But these things are functioning. Psalm 19, how come? You are not functioning your no, uh, assignment. Who knows that God has put you here? For such a time like this that you did not die, there are many people that were conceived the same day your mother conceived you. The pregnancy spoiled; they were not born. Amen. But you were born. What have you done in your life? Are you the one that is bringing disgrace to the church, bringing disgrace to your families? Who knows that you are born? So, uh, Modikaya was able to send a message, and I'm your Modikaya here today. Amen. I'm sending this message across to you so that you know. The reason for coming here is not a joke at all. It's for you to know the Bible. It's for you to take the Bible. Start a fellowship in your home. Begin to teach the book of Esther. You don't need to take permission. Amen. And for adventure, you have home group in your home. That is fine. Still go to the home group. You want to start the fellowship? Start it. Begin to teach people the Bible. Jesus is coming soon. Amen. The reason why you are hearing is not because you just want to hear. Say, hey, I didn't know this. Thank God for a moment. only thank God for my life. Thank God for your life that you know as well. Amen. And move along with the saints of God. And the Lord will help you. So keep that scripture as one of the major scriptures. And what the woman did. After that, the word of God that was sent to, to her. Moved her. And hence verse 16. And hence the fast. A lot of us... What are the things that have moved you, that have moved you to fast? You know, we have been coming along this since we are reading the book of Ezra. Ezra is the number one example of fasting and praying. Amen. Nehemiah is also another great example. So what are the examples you want to copy? That your fasting life will be very strong. Amen. So in conclusion, before we start the chapter, because we are going to come to another conclusion I said to you. After reading through this book and looking at events that are taken in in our lives, we will discover that God causes all things to work for good for those who love Him. To those who are called according to His purpose, Romans chapter 8, verse 28. Though these people are in exile, but God walks around their being in exile and walked things out for good for them, especially the, uh, the girl Esther. And beyond friends... Beyond what your friends can do to you. Your friends can look for a job for you. Your friend can set something for you. Beyond all this, God is the one that is in control. Beyond your families. Beyond your parents sending you to school, paying your school fees. Carrying you to school every morning. Buying you bus pass until you have money to buy bus pass for yourself. Those of you that are now buying bus pass, you know what it is to buy bus pass. Those of you that are renting accommodation, you know what it is, what your parents are suffering. So that you don't live in free house only. Those of you that are still living in free house, thank God for your lives. Amen. <laughs> you are living in free house. Once you say you marry and they connect you, that's all. You now start to pay every month. It's not your parents' responsibility anymore. So just be preparing. So it's not what your friends have done for you, but it's the mighty hands of God, that's what I'm saying. It's not what the enemies have done. When we start to read the book, you see the life of Haman, How he has dug dug a pit for himself, and he entered the pit by himself. He dug it for other people. Not your enemies, because sometimes enemies will be walking things around you, but it comes to give you joy. Not the events and leaders' contribution at all. Not this event like we are coming to Bible school. Not only that, but it's God's hand that is moving you to come into this school. Amen? Not the leader's contribution like I'm contributing. No, it's God's hand that is still in control. He moves to bring about his purposes on earth. This was in Esther's case, especially the way he showed up and offered hope in every situation, though his name was not mentioned in the book, though God's name was not mentioned in the book of Esther, Esther, but we can see his hand. His hand moved in a mysterious way in a mysterious way, in the time of Esther. The same hand will move in a mysterious way in your life in the name of Jesus. So I quote some of the writing of some people that have written. I will not be able to quote all, but I just want to quote this one for you from Paul Ferguson. He said, the book of Esther practically challenges us in our own lives. So that we can practically decide and acknowledge the hand of God in our circumstances in life. That is Paul Ferguson for you. Other writers, if I will quote just one again, he says, The book of Esther is an example of God's divine guidance and care over our lives. So if you are thinking, My life is this, my life is that, I've not seen God, God's hand is upon your life. Amen. God's sovereignty and power are seen throughout this book. Although we may question certain circumstances in our lives, we must have faith that God is in control, that God is walking through both the pleasant and difficult times so that we can serve Him effectively. We must have faith. If there is anything you have to pick from the book of um, Esther, it is the faith of the people. Amen. So the study layout of this book of Esther is going to be this way. We are going to look at Esther becomes queen, Vashti deposed, which is Esther chapter 1 and chapter 2. We are going to look at the Jews are threatened, threatened which is going to be Esther chapter 3 to 4. And we are going to look at Esther intercedes for the Jews. This is going to be a long one. We might not be able to finish it in a class. All these things I mentioning, we may not be able to finish them in a class, but we keep on. And that is going to be from chapter 1 to chapter 5 to chapter 8. We are also going to look at the Jews are delivered. Hallelujah. And that you can see in that chapter 9 and chapter 10, how God himself delivered the Jews. And how God's hand also will deliver us, and continue to deliver us in Jesus' name. That takes me to the first study layout. Our first study layout is the book of Esther chapter 1 and 2, that if we don't finish today, never mind, if it's chapter 1 that we finish, we discuss chapter 1, and that's going to be the end for the day. Amen. That takes me to the reading now. Esther chapter 1. Queen Vashti deposed. This is what happened during the time of Zaxis. The Xerxes who ruled over one twenty seven provinces. Zaxis is a king during the time of Esther. He ruled over how many provinces, one hundred and twenty seven. so that showed, show, shows us how vast this king ruled, stretching from India to Kush. Kush there is Ethiopia. At that time, King Zaxis reigned from his royal throne in the citadel of Susa. That is the place of his reign. Like we have the Queen Elizabeth that is reigning in where? Eh? Palace. Amen? And in another palace somewhere. Amen? But this one rule is thrown from citadel of Susa. Then and in the third year of his reign in which year i want you to mark it in the third year of his reign he gave a banquet for all nobles and officials the military leaders of Persia and Media the princes and the nobles of princes were present for a full 180 days how many months is that 6 months 180 days He was preparing banquets for everyone that is under his rule. He displayed the vast wealth of his kingdom and the splendor and glory of his majesty. When these days were over, the king gave a banquet lasting seven days in the enclosed garden of king's palace. After 180 days, because you are going to see there are about three banquets that were celebrated in this citadel of Susa. So after that 180 days, the king now did another celebration for seven days. For who know who? Amen. <laughs> May the Lord bless us. When God blesses you, you can celebrate the whole of the church if you like. Then you now say that, Yes, I want to celebrate you pastors, you leaders. They one only pastors come. The two deaconesses, Day three, uh, ushers. Day four, choir. Day five, children. Day six, you begin to celebrate people. You bring them to your inner garden. No, you see that uh, uh, tower that you are living in? Is is so. It's no house. It's house, but for now, it's just a temporary accommodation. God is going to bless you. Very often, that you'll be celebrating in style. You see this king, because he has everything. So we're celebrating. So don't be don't be too stingy. When God bless you, celebrate. Maybe get about a place that. How ah, I don't have garden? Yes, don't have garden. Get, even if you don't have garden, get a place in the hotel that will take only six people. You can celebrate. If you can celebrate your birthday, you can celebrate six people. Arrange six people, maybe six couple in the church. Just celebrate. I'm not married. No, it doesn't matter. Celebrate them. Celebrate the children in the church. Take them out. I've seen some of you that are doing that. Some children have never seen cutleries before. You know cutlery layout, the way they lay it in the, uh, uh, in the, uh, in the restaurant. They've never seen it. He's only eating with newspaper on the floor. It's happened in this London that I have to correct the family. Amen. Your children, they don't dirty the rug, no. They have to sit on the table. Proper meal. Serve them well. Not when they come, they're carrying everything in the house. And no, 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 no. I'm talking about celebration. Amen. And the Lord will take you there in Jesus' name. So Dick king celebrated for another seven days. He celebrated the who-know-who in the enclosed garden of his palace. For all the people from the least to the greatest. Did you see? I want you to underline that. From the least person to the greatest. He didn't just take some people because they are the ones that are giving money. He didn't just take those people. He took the ones that don't even give money at all. He took the children and he was celebrating them. You understand, for these seven days. Who, in, uh, 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 who were in the citadel of Susa? We want to celebrate people in this our own citadel of New Cross. We want to celebrate them in the citadel of Cathedral. Amen? We are all members and we are all family of God. Don't tell me you don't have money. Celebrate. If you can do birthday, mom is my birthday, then your mom is celebrating you. So how can you tell mom, let's celebrate some people, you children that are here, and you celebrate them and the Lord will know it for you in Jesus' name. And you celebrate people in giving gifts as well. When it's people's birthday, you hear, when people are doing dedication, the celebrate them. Don't wait until they are telling choirs, I take, I give one, one pound. Or they are telling us because you know that people, no, 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 don't wait until that time. If the Lord has given it on your heart. Give 50 pounds, give 100 pounds, give 200 pounds, give 1,000, give 1 000, million, you will get there in Jesus' name. Don't celebrate people because they are contributing to the church. Some people hide under that. That's why I don't want people to contribute. Amen? Give people freely. Let's see what you want to give. So that we know that you are a giver. And the Lord will help you. In the name of Jesus. Give us hands. Always we are. On top. Beggars won. You always be begging. Will you not be in that position in Jesus' name? The garden had hanging of white and blue linen. You know, this church, God is going to redecorate us. That when we will come, before we come, not only this hanging that has been here for almost 10 years, different colors. We'll be hanging them. When, when the decorator comes into this church, we know. In Lagos Church, there is a decorator. Wow. Every Sunday, what is here is different. That woman, that was one that the church sent to go and learn decoration. Are you listening to me? Each time the woman wants to put anything there, we charge the church. They need to decorate, so she will charge the church. Do you know that God replaced her? Then this woman now joined the church. This woman said to a pastor, "Say, pastor, I just want to thank God for this church. This church has done so much for me, and this job that I do, I want to use it to be decorating the church." So she now started decorating the church every Sunday. Anytime we have any celebration, this woman will come with her men, her own employers. They will come and decorate the church. Do you know that she took job from the other one that the church sent to go and learn decoration? Because that one keep on asking money from the church. After they have sent you to go and do something, keep on asking money. Because God is going to bless this church. Raising more Mordecai to send people to go and learn all this piano and everything. May I not see you come and ask for money. The Lord will bless you. Amen in Jesus' name. You know, we use style to be teaching you from the word of God. This king decorated, look at the way he decorated the citadel. And this is the citadel of New Cross. The citadel of uh, uh, Cathedral. God is going to raise decorators. All you intercessors, when you begin to pray, pray for more decorators. When they come, you will see them, you will know them. They will be doing things freely. So how did they decorate the citadel? The garden hanging of white and blue linen, fastened with cords of white linen and purple material to silver ring on marble pillars. There were couches of gold and silver on mosaic pavement of uh, porphyry marble, mother of pearl, and other costly so- stones. You know, when you go to some churches in Africa, they are already doing this. You see them do this triangle. do this. I was looking I said, these people have really read the Bible. And they are gaining more and more. Amen. The Lord will bless you. But you are hearing this, you want to be that one that wants to decorate the church, you better go and learn decoration as part of your skill. And the Lord will help you. Number seven, he said wine was served in goblet of gold. That's why I said, said to us, I want to see it appear on this altar and I don't want to see things like this anymore. Are you listening to me? Goblet, gold. Thank God I'm teaching now. Nice gold uh, or clear trolley here. I didn't teach this at the cathedral, but the Holy Ghost is telling me now. Gold, don't just go buy so that we have about 100. No. You tell me when we finish. I'm going to be the one to supply that gold trolley. You know there are gold things that they are selling in Edgware Road and uh, all these nice, nice Jewish shops. Gold goblets that apostles will be using to drink water here, or oh, men of God that come to preach here. We have, if you have set of them, you not going to be only one mouth going into the goblet. So if you are the one going to supply that goblet, you let me know tonight. Amen. You are sitting down there. This is how God blesses the church. A lot of you don't know. It's not just you just feel in your head, you crack, and then something is missing in this church. When it's asked for, you quickly take it on board. Amen? You can do it, and you can do better. We don't want people coming to, okay, the church needs free. No, we don't want it like that. Ah, I'm going to do dance then you're carrying it No, we don't want it like that. When it's asked for, because I didn't say this at the cathedral, which I'm going to tell them, because the Holy Ghost is moving me. Nice goblet, you, you have now seen. This is how to celebrate God in the house of faith. We, this is clear you No, know, this is good enough, you know, but one goblet now with gold or clear, heavy. When I'm drinking, when they look on me, on the, they know that that church is heavy. Are you listening to me? The Lord bless you for doing that. So meet with me tonight and we'll be able to discuss. He said, Wine was served. You know, if we have to, uh, the, the spiritual part of it, if you have to, to talk about the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords. He's this king that is celebrating uh, over his, own, his mother than 127 provinces. That is our king. That is our God. Amen. If you have to interpret it in the spiritual form. And then declaring wine, Holy Ghost. So when there is opportunity for us to come to church, to sing, Holy Ghost, God Almighty prepares the wine. Hallelujah. He wants us to drink until we are intoxicated. Intoxic... Uh, intoxic- Amen. Hallelujah. Don't let me blow English here. I I, went, I I did English, Amen. And I had A when I did English. Amen. You know, in that African English. That's why you see me. I will never mimic my English. I will still speak. But you can see a little bit of the Af- African accent, even though I try to polish it. Amen. I won't say and <laughs> so and the thing and that. No, I won't say that. I'm in England. Then I've tried to polish it. So I, I won't want to speak like, oh, hello, i yeah, oh, And after you what. I just say, hello, how is everything? And, and I mix everything together. A lot of people do that. Be confident of yourself. Amen. Speak that clean and clear English. Let people hear you. And they will understand. They, will, they can identify that he's a Nigerian English. He has a Nigerian accent. That is very good. But he pronounced the word distinct. Amen. The Lord will bless you. So he said, wine was served in a go- uh, goblet of gold. Each one different from the other. Abundance. In the presence of the king, there is abundance of wine. And the royal wine was abundant. Royal wine. Hallelujah. Royal wine is different from the wine you go to buy in Saintsville. They, they brew there especially. Huh. Ask King Solomon, he will tell you more about it. And the royal wine was abundant in keeping with the king's liberality. By, by the king's command, each guest was allowed to drink in his own way. Can I say to you, anytime you have opportunity of the presence of God, both at home, in the church, anywhere, you must drink the Holy Ghost in style. You must listen in style. You must get all information in what? In style. Even though this was in the world, hear because at the end of this, the king was drunk anyway. For the king instructed the king's command... Uh, uh, for the king instructed the king's command... Uh, uh, no, no. no, no. By... Let me start from verse 8. By the king's command, each guest was allowed to, dr- to drink in his own way. For the king instructed all the wine stewards to serve each man what he wished. You can imagine the wine stewards that are here tonight. He said he will send his angels concerning you. Hallelujah. They are the wine stewards. They are here tonight to wake you up if you are sleeping. They are here tonight to concentrate on you. To just say that Holy Ghost, let give her give him a greater understanding. This is what the King of Kings does. He's sending wine stewards to come and give you everything you have. That's why a lot of you Anyway, let me not go into that. I will be teaching that at another lecture. Amen. We need wine stewards. We need wine stewardesses. We need people that will wait on people. Not to invite people and then people are like They are not being pampered. No, I won't go to a third party. Amen. The Lord will help you. In Jesus' name. There are parties and there are parties. In this king's parties, there are stewards and stewardesses. Although they told us there are stewards here. Queen Vashti also gave a banquet. How many banquets is that? How many banquets is that? The king gave two. Queen Vashti was also given that privilege to give one. So that makes three banquets. Because I'm going to ask you this question. He said Queen Vashti also gave a banquet for the women in the royal palace of King Zaxis. For the women, like I'm giving the opportunity to teach you now. May, he not, may God not let it get into my head. Because when it gets into my head I become King Vashti Queen Vashti, I'll be deposed. And then I become an empty dumpty. Because you will see that the king's men could not put Vashti together again. He was deposed. May that not be a portion in the name of Jesus. And I use this to talk to housewives, I use this to talk to children, I use this to talk to everybody that is under the control of the king. It's through the king that the queen Vashti could give the, the party. It was no matter how the Queen, uh, uh, it may be. But let's continue to, because I'm going to have a debate on some of these things I'm about to read. Sir Queen Vashti also gave a banquet for the women in the royal palace of King Zaxis. On the seventh day, when King Zaxis was in high spirit from wine, high spirit might be drunk, high spirit might be that something is getting on in his mind, he commanded the seven eunuchs, eunuchs are people that. They have uh, really taken away their manhood so that they will not touch those beautiful queen in the palace. So that anything they send them, no matter how pretty the queen is, they cannot even move. Are you listening to me? These are eunuchs. May we not be a eunuch in in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. He commanded the seven eunuchs who served him. Memoman, Memoman, Bista, Habona, Bixar, Abasa. Z- it's not, a, it's Abatao. So, <laughs> I can hear uh, Abata here. It's not Abata, it's Abata. So you better know it well. Yeah, uh, abata, Abata. Then Zesa and Karkas. To bring before him Queen Vashti, wearing a royal crown, in order to display her most beauty to the people and the nobles, for she was lovely to look at. You know, a lot of people have a lot of comments on this, which I'm going to give us to comment on it. Why she refused? You know, I'm on two opinions. Now the husband is drunk. The husband is like, uh, you know, worldly. And he's saying to her to come, and to, 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 to come and do something that is wrong to God, displaying herself. Maybe this woman is a quiet woman, she loves her modesty. She just wants to be calm. She just loves to be seen when she's sitting by the husband. But the husband says, Come, I want to show you off. And he's drunk. You know, some people, they get drunk in parties. And when they get drunk, especially men, they begin to mess up their wife. They begin to mess up their children. They begin to mess up people that are around them. May you not be such a man in the name of Jesus. It might be this king getting drunk as a guy. Remember, why? I just want to hold her. Let her demonstrate to me.
1: The crown.
0: They are not talking sense. Which wife would you like to go and stand with such a man? <laughs> Do you understand? Maybe this was Uncle Invashi, somebody that is, you know, a woman of class. A woman that is beautiful. You don't want to see the husband in such a, a mood. And so there are some of you men, you misbehave and you tell your wife to come into that misbehavior. Total wrong. And Vice versa, because when I speak to men, I speak to women. As some women that messes up, and when you mess around, you want your parents to get involved or something like that, cancel it. Amen? May the Lord help us so that we can be able to take our own from this. In Jesus' name. So she refused. Her refusal might be for a good reason, and it might be for a bad reason. When we look at it in the way she was judged, with this king, she's supposed to come. Either she presented himself well, or wrongly, the law is that you must obey the king. Amen? But what is that law that was given to us in the book of Ephesians chapter 5? He said we should obey, to the women, say said we should obey our husband in the Lord. Only when they are doing things that is, but with this king, they didn't put tag off in the Lord, you know. Maybe their is you must obey. Once you are the queen in that palace there, anything that is said, you must do. So, in the presence of the king's assistant, she has disobeyed. May we not disobey in the name of Jesus. So, if we have to look at it in the other part, she disobeyed. She refused to come. Then the king became furious and burned with anger. May God help us women, so that we'll be able to respect our husband. Sometimes, when we carry a different head, or when the enemy is moving us to do wrong things, we upset our husbands, we upset our parents. May the Lord help us so that discipline will not come upon us. You know, in this case, the king became furious and burned with anger. Since it was customary, I want you to underline that, for the king to consult experts in matters of law and justice. That's how a lot of men consult people in quote. They see it as their experts. By the time you know it, marriage is getting on the rock. By the time you know it, the experts are really advising and saying, "No, if I were you, I would take discipline." They can't discipline their own, you know. They cannot. What they are telling you to do, they cannot do it. So, I'm talking to experts in quotes. Those of you that are experts that knows how to contribute to people's problem and bring more problem onto people's divorce or something bad happen. So, these are the experts. So the king espat the king went to discuss the matter with the so called Espat. He spoke with the wise men, the so called wise men, who understood the times and were closest to the king. Kashina, this is their name, Shetha, Admatha, Tashish, Merz, Masena and Memukan, the seven nobles of Pasha. Ezra chapter 7 verse 14 mentioned these seven nobles. You can write it against it. I reminded you when I was teaching you and I brought you to the book of Ezra. These are the seven administrators. They are the people that administer the king. They are the people that really advise the king. Seven nobles or administrators of Persia and Media who had special access to the king and were highest in, in the kingdom. Amen. Any great organization, you will have those seven experts. That will be encouraging the king. The man in the house. Because if they are not encouraged, they, they might be prone to mistakes. Amen. And I want to say this to us as well. If you are husband and wife and you don't have people, the experts that are guiding you, you are, you are a problem yourself. Some people are married you know I said it maybe I said it here before when you are married and there is problem in your home and they say they are going to report you I say I don't care ah <laughs> you are a problem already when they say they are report please don't report me let's finish this quarrel are you listening to me but when you are married then you don't have your husband don't have somebody they can report you to so that when your head started to start to ring bell you don't have somebody they can report you to or you the husband they don't have somebody they can report, you have a problem are you listening to me There should be people that are given to guide you. To some of you that are wanting to get married, it's better for you not to be married at all. If you know that they cannot report you. Because marriage is not bed of roses, so I love you, I love you. When the real thing comes, you will see that that love will open your eyes. You understand what I'm saying? I'm not trying to scare you, but this is what happened in marriage. Everybody is just trying to cover it. Are you listening to me? But when that open eye comes and... Your husband say I'm going to report you. I say I don't care. Somebody you say you don't care. Ah, you have a problem. So you don't need to come to marriage ceremony before or marriage counseling before you hear this. Or the wife said I'm going to report you because you must have somebody that they can report you to. A lot of you they report you to apostle. Or apostle reports you or, or somebody reports you, you know, to apostle, vice versa. And if you can say I don't care, ah, something has come into your head. You must care so that. The voice of God will speak to you And then the problem will come But when a woman is saying I don't care Then you have a problem Or the man is I'm going to report you Because if they have good parents That have been of great I'm going to report you And they tell you they are going to The woman they tell you they are going to report you to your mother I don't care you can't tell anybody any Wow May the Lord help you May the Lord do what Are you listening to me You must care do you get what I'm saying? Because that's what happened to this Vashti. Hardly did she know that she will be replaced. But there is another thing about Vashti being replaced. If Vashti... I have known people that have quoted this, but they quoted it for wrong situation, but let's deliberate on this. If Vashti was not replaced, will Esther come? Esther have to come. So God's covenant must be... Are you listening to me? If Vashti was still there... The Jews will not be freed. Are you listening to me? So uh, Vashti has to be, uh, to be re- replaced so that Esther can come in to be able to do the work of salvation. Are you listening to me? Jesus has to go to the cross. Amen. To face that death. People have to accuse him. People have to spot on him. So that you and I can be saved. So you must not take your salvation for granted. A lot of you take your foundation off seriously. So this, if you look on this other part, Vashti must go. Are you listening to me? If we look to this other part for the salvation of the Jews, Vashti must go. Who knows whether the, 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 the king was actually asking Vashti to come so that they can deliberate on the matter of the salvation of the Jews? I don't know. This is my own Bible. I'm not teaching you. And then she will go and say, King. Please release these people. Help them. You know, maybe God can. But since she was not that instrument to be used, she has to be replaced. May God not replace you. That's why in the work of kingdom, nobody is perfect. Nobody is unchangeable. Ah, the best usher of the year. You get it. And when you come to church, you are ushering with your sides. And this is the ushering you only do. You'll be replaced. The best choir of the year, when you come, it's all of you to sing. <laughs> You're embarrassing people. <laughs> Either you like it or not, you'll be replaced. <laughs> it's not that the leader will replace you. God will just put you on point leader and say, this one is just coming to do show. Replaced. You won't know why they replace. They won't tell you are doing show. They'll just put you back benja and say, let other people be leading now. May that not be you in Jesus' name. The best pastor of the year. And then you feel you are just the best. <laughs> You'll be replaced. May God not replace us in Jesus' name. My Oma is the one preaching in Bible school. Then he gets into my head. Then the day I said he wants to take over this from me. And I said, no, you cannot. The people are enjoying me. <laughs> You'll be what? I'll be what? Well. <laughs> so there is no best. There's no best. And you felt, oh, I'm giving everything to God. He, I'm the only one. I'm this. I'm that. It's really... Yeah, yeah. You'll be replaced. doesn't take God to replace people. May you not be replaced in Jesus' name. So let's look at the real God has saved you so that I can save many others. But instead of you to save many others, telling them the truth, leading people for evangelism, you just stood there, and you are busting people up and down, you'll be what? But it's better for you to hear this, so that you know how you must uh, grease your elbow and doing the Put more grease to your elbow and doing the work of ministry. The work of ministry is not just anything. If not, God can remove me. That's why I'm trying my hardest. That's why I'm making sure. Sometimes I look at myself in the mirror, am I okay? That's why you see me. Most of the times I just want to please God. Amen. So that people will see me. That's why you look beautiful. We are copying you. So I said, I hope you are copying me right. Are you listening to me? Well, only when you are in position, people copy you. So this man said, so that people will not copy this woman, this queen that has misbehaved, they'll be misbehaving to their husband. May you you not be a scapegoat. In Jesus' name. That's why sometimes when we talk to you among a group and you refuse to remove you so that you don't reflect that kind of character to other people that are coming up in that group. Amen? When they talk to you, you are the one that shouts in the group, you are the one that misbehaves, you are the one that go crazy, you are the one that... Have you seen me behave like that? You think people don't annoy me? When you see me sit in my first class position like this, even with the annoyance and everything, but people are going to me, I keep on laughing. You think it's easy for me there? I don't want to be demoted to economy. Amen. Amen. The day I misbehave in this church, I'll go back to economy. I'm sorry you are not in economy, but I see this as first class position. Do you understand what I'm saying? So that other women will not see me. The day I get rude, that's why I tell you, when they bring matters to me, have you seen me? Not that things don't happen in my family, I have to tell you the truth. It happens. But I pray, give me the grace that you are given. You know, the wisdom that I given to Solomon in the beginning. To rule these people. To do everything with these people. People get rude. People do things. But you never see me. I laugh at it. I joke at it. I rub it on my skin. I say, God help me. This is another cane on me. Are you listening to me so that I can be an example? Was Jesus feeling pain when he was going to the cross? Was Jesus feeling pain? Did they beat him and all this with all this uh, that they used on him? Did they put the crown of stone on his head? Was he feeling pain? Did they accuse him wrongly? But he said he did not say a word. May God give us that grace. I'm believing for that grace that I will not say. Well, sometimes when you push me too much, I say, you know, help me. <laughs> help me, God. Help me, God. Amen? I want you to shout that, help, help me, God. Because some of you, you know, like, I, I get there sometimes and I say, come, what, what's happening to you? Are you listening to me so I, go, I say, Lord, did Jesus do this? I say, no, forgive me. Are you listening to me? So, but if you are a bad example, you will be removed. You know, in the midst of a good potato or tomato basket, if one is rotting, if you did not take that one out, you will corrupt the rest. That's why we say all of you should go in trousers so that everything will be straight. And it will be straight in Jesus' name. So he said, This very day, the Persian median women of the, of the nobility, you know, that's why I got that word for, for women of rajasthenes. You are so special. You are women of nobility. You are women of great standing. You cannot afford not to be royal. Amen. Who have heard about the queen's conduct, I want you to underline that conduct, will respond to all the king's nobles in the same way. That is, their own marriages will be in problem. There will be no end of disrespect and discord. I want you to write those two words down. Disrespect and what? Discord. Therefore, if it pleases the king, let him issue a royal decree, and let it be written in the law of Persia and Media, which cannot be repelled, that Vashti is never again to enter the presence of King Xerxes. May that not be your portion. Also, let the king give her royal position to someone else who is better than she. Then, when the king' edict is proclaimed throughout all the vast realm, all the women will respect their husbands, from the least to the greatest. May you not be a bad example, because it's happened to people that are bad example. They remove you and say, "So that ah, let's take her away from the choir, so that the choir will not be corrupt." Let's take her away from the uh, uh, ushers so that they they, they put you on punishment. And let's take her, he has to go on uh, sabbatical. So that the pastor will not be, ah, may the Lord help us. May you not be a bad example in Jesus' name. He said that the king and his nobles were pleased with this advice. So the king did did as Memukan proposed. He sent dispatches all to all parts of the kingdom to each province, in each own script, to each people in its own language. That's why I'm speaking the language to you now, even though it's colloquial uh, English, Nigerian English, but you understand. Are you listening to what I'm saying? You understand. So this is it in various languages, and in script, you wrote it down, so that some people say they didn't hear. In their own language, that they will understand. There are different languages that have been spoken. May God you- let you have good body language as well. Proclaiming in each people's tongue that every man should be what? Ruler over his own household. We want to pray for marriages as well. There are lot of people that are not rulers over their household. Their wives know more than them. We are not saying that you should be enslaved. We are not telling men to enslave women in this house. Or those of you that are getting on board, we are not telling you to, to mess up your wives or mess up yourselves. But we are telling you that people will be under control. There are some women, they control their husband. We are not going to church today. And they will not go. They will not be such women. There are some women, they control their children. No, the control they're given. We are not going to church. We church. We church. We church. We church. We church. <laughs> control. And then when the children start to rebel, they say, eh, It's you. It's your, your argument in the house. May that not be you. He says here that every man should be ruler over his own soul. That's prayer upon for you, Shilopila. That God will make all our men men. Because there are men that are women. Their wives have turned them to women. There are boys that their parents have turned them to women. The children begin to steal the character of their mother, steal the character of their father, steal every character, and then they are behaving it. They say, I don't know where you get this from. No, it's from you. So look back and see what you have done and begin to pray. Are you listening to me? That all our men will be in control in their homes. It's not the woman coming to tell them what they... No, 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 no. Is it what they are telling you? You can't demonstrate it. We cannot. It's not going to be possible. May God help you. Because is it not surprising that this king ruled over 127 provinces and yet his wife is ruling... Are you listening? I want you to, to, to go and write it. Go and write it. This is a king that is ruling over 127 provinces. He has people that are serving him. He does You can imagine in the church, apostles doesn't have problem. Then it's going to be in the house that you have problem. May that not be my portion in Jesus' name? My children can testify. I don't bring no problem to anybody. That's why I want to go to school. He's going to school is enjoying it. Even though it's affecting me, but God is helping me. Are you listening to what I'm saying? can come and be moody every second, every, but it will not affect me. He is a, a, a man that rules over his own household and allow him to rule. So that my children can see, my boys can see, and they will know how they can rule over their own household. And God will give them wives that will rule over a good household. So that my daughter can see that I did not just mess up my marriage. When she's married, she will be able to know how to submit. And they both know how to submit to one another. another. Amen? Amen? So that men, may you not be that scapegoat that will be used. So that you don't, there are some women, they know how to call in the house. No, we are not doing this. Who said? And which one is Tabanaku again? Which one is Tabanaku? To go home, they discuss with their husband, their husband to join in the game. And which one is this? are they doing this. May the Lord help you. So that men can stand. And say, as far as I'm concerned, that is what has been spoken in the church. That is what we will do. Amen. That is the voice of God. And then you'll be able to rule over your household. May the Lord help us. I want you to keep pondering on this. A whole king that rules over one twenty seven provinces, yet he cannot control his house. So when you live by presence tonight or God's presence tonight, let's begin to pray for all our marriages so that our husbands will be able to rule, our children that are yet to be born, even that are born, that are getting into this marriage uh, palaver, they'll be able to know how to rule their households. Nobody will be controlling them. No wife will be controlling them. No wife will come, and then you say, the child that you have raised, that is committed, that is loving, then before you know it, because he's married, they begin to show a lot of uh, character. become a porcupine. And then when they they sit like birds, they they hook you. you, they choke you, they choke you. Have you known that boy that is called porcupine? they have a sharp their wings is like a nail or or, or 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 spikes yes that is the right word that's how their feathers Their feathers is covered they will pretend and you go and make mistakes they will they will do like, as if you should pick them up when you get there your hand will be pierced and that is how some people are may the lord not give us make us uh porcupines how do you call them again Paul. Okay, you know how to call it. I don't want to call it again. <laughs> Amen. Amen. May the Lord bless us tonight. Amen. I rest my case because because you have to go. But next time we meet, by God's grace, we are going to look at Esther chapter two. Just ponder on what you have had here tonight. Think about the banquet that you keep on celebrating with God. So you cannot afford to miss a service. You want to come to every service if you have the grace or the opportunity. You don't want to tie a bow. God understand this one. No, 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 no. You must be here. And the Lord will bless you. I rest my case tonight. Let's just pray for the Holy Ghost in this meeting. Let's thank God for the Holy Ghost that has come upon us afresh. Let's thank God for the word of God that we have heard. Let's thank God that God is ruling over our household. Let's thank God that God is ruling over our church. Let's thank God that God is doing great and mighty things in our lives. Let's thank God that God is raising great children for us. Let us rise. Let us rise and begin to thank God. You want to rise and flex your muscles before the Lord. You want to thank God for everything that he has taught you in this meeting. Let's thank God that I will not be a Vashti. I will not be a Vashti. I will not be a Vashti. I will not bring disgrace upon my home as a young girl.
1: In the year 1999, Apostle Alfred Williams was taken to heaven and shown what would occur up until 2015. When asked what would happen after this, the Lord answered powerfully, Behold, I am coming soon. Join Apostle Alfred Williams at the immense 3000 seat Christ-Paved Tabernacle Cathedral, Woolwich, London in 2015, the year of God's glory. The Lord spoke to me concerning this new year. And he said to me, this year shall be the year that the glory
0: of God shall alight upon the righteous, the glory will be so manifest in the midst of shaking that is coming upon the world. I want to encourage everyone in the house here, through your down. people are watching you, marking what you do, hearing the things that you say. Let them see Jesus shine through your life like never
1: before. The apostle was shown from January to June, the nations will be shaken. From July to October, the nations will call convocations because of these global events. And then from October onwards, we will see the divine intervention of God on the world. Are you ready for the season of the Lord's return? Of course, the Lord will shake the heavens and the earth and the desire of all
0: nations will soon visit the art.
1: We look forward to welcoming you to our beautiful cathedral, Ebenezer Building. This stunning 3,000-seater Gothic masterpiece is a place where you will be inspired, empowered, prepared, and favored in this year of God's glory. For further information on our incredible Venue for Hire packages, contact us now. Come to the CFT Cathedral in 2015, the year of God's glory. 186 Power Street, Woolwich, London, se 18 6NL. Visit cftchurches.org, call 020-8316-2332. Also over the last 25 years, Christ Faith Tabernacles expanded across the globe. You can now join us for the explosions that are happening in our satellite churches. Berlin, Germany, Ennis Island, Dublin Island, Limerick Island, Bristol UK, Birmingham UK, Chandigarh, India, Mariraba, Nigeria, Lagos, Nigeria and Abuja, Nigeria. Come to the CFT Cathedral in 2015, the year of God's glory.